This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, I did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Both Team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you. And now the short track swing is in the rearview mirror. Richmond, Bristol Dirt, and Martinsville all behind us. Kyle Larson winning over the weekend at the Martinsville Speedway. And now we go from our smallest track to our biggest track in Talladega this weekend for the Geico 500. Cannot wait to get to Talladega. Got lots of action coming your way. We'll go over the broadcast schedule and whatnot coming up here in a few moments. Lots going on in the sport. Lots going on in the industry right now. And one of the things that's happening is we are giving a list or we have been given a list and we're creating a list of NASCAR's 75 greatest drivers. We made a list of 50. Now we're adding on 25 more names, being that this is NASCAR's 75th anniversary. And there are some names on there that are awesome. Bringing back memories, 
bringing back days gone by and all the memories created by these drivers. And there was one in particular that made the list this week that we wanted to sit down and chat with, and that is Greg Biffle of Vancouver, Washington. Started out on the West Coast, migrated his way east into the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, went on to the Xfinity Series, and obviously a very fruitful career in the NASCAR Cup Series. The Biff added to the list of NASCAR's 75 greatest drivers. Let's go to the hotline and bring him in. The aforementioned Greg Biffle is on NASCAR Live wide open. Greg, welcome in. How are we doing? I'm doing great. Uh, just, you know, happy to be chatting with you guys. Super, super excited about this opportunity uh, and this this honor. Were you surprised when you got the telephone call? You know, I was very shocked. I, I was uh, not expecting it. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mike Elton called me and uh, we were just chatting it up. We hadn't spoken in, in a little while and we were kind of catching up. We're pretty good friends and and he said, by the way, uh, a reason why I called you is, uh, you know, you, you made uh, one of the, you know, top 75 greatest drivers of NASCAR. And and I truly was uh, taken back by it. I was shocked. I've been watching, you know, some of the names uh, come down the line and obviously very deserving. I'm glad I'm not the guy having to decide because there's so many great drivers that have paved the way and made made uh, what this sport is in knowing you the way that i do and for as long as i've known you you've never been in it for the accolades you just wanted to race you wanted to win races and you wanted to you wanted to be in the mix and you were that but when you got that call and you got that accolade from mike helton did you do any reflection on what your nascar career entailed i'm i'm curious your thought process and maybe some memories that went back through your mind when you got the call you know, absolutely. I, I think about it a lot. Obviously, I think about it every Sunday. You know, um, it, it just, you know, I really miss the sport. I miss, uh, you know, participating in it. And and you think about all those times, all those races you won. You watch uh, social media and they, they um, you know, 18 years ago today or 12 years ago, you know, Greg won this or a driver won that. And, it, you know, brings back memories constantly. Uh, and, and then, of course, you watch uh, the broadcast and it's, you know, Ford won here, five, you know, five times or nine times and, and your name's on the list. So um, it, it feels good to be part of the history of the sport. I certainly, uh, you know, as you get some of these accolades, also it's a reminder that you're not part of it. Uh, anymore. And I, I run a few races here and there, of course, but um, it, it's a bittersweet. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I love it. Do you have the itch to come back more than the sporadic visits that we see you? You know, you do, but, or, or I do, and I think other drivers do. I was just chatting with Jamie McMurray at a, at a function we were at, and w- we miss winning races and being competitive and being on the track. You know, we don't miss being in the wrecks. We don't miss struggling like crazy and being in those uh, Tuesday meetings with the team trying to figure out how to get out of the bottom of the barrel. Um, You know, all those things that all the struggles, there's so many struggles that come with just a, a short burst of success, if you will, every week. 
that's what you miss. You miss that, you know, you miss that short burst of success. But then you start thinking about it and you don't miss all those other things that uh, go with it. And, you know, it, it. you see it in the driver interviews. You know, guy runs good all day and finishes eighth. He's kicking rocks across the ground because he had such a terrible day. And, you know, that's part of that wanting to be in victory lane or, or standing on the podium. Well, when we look back over your career, the resume is punctuated with a 2000 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Championship, a 2002 NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship, a total of 56 wins across all three top series. Is there one or two moments, wins, things that have happened in your in your career that stick out more than others? You know, I, I think there's a couple things that, that stick out. One is the 2005 season. You know, good and bad, obviously. So it, it would it would line up. You couldn't have wrote a storybook if I had won all three championships. The truck took me three years. Xfinity took me two years. And uh, Cup would have been uh, what would have turned out to be three years. So, or, or, or you know, two years, three years. So it's uh, 2005 season anyway. The most wins of any driver in the Cup Series, and that fateful day at Texas when the right rear wheel came loose, and I had to come back to pit road, running third, had to come back to pit road and finished twentieth. Uh, it cost me the championship. Two races later, I lost the championship by six finishing positions in a total of 10 races. So our point system was a little different then uh, that any one of the 10 championship races, I only needed six positions better finish to win the title. Of course, if it would be under the current format, I would have won the title. And if it would have been under the format right prior to this one, I would have won the title. I went to Homestead, uh, um, second in points and won the race. So I did that two years in a row. It, and so it's kind of a bittersweet. Uh, the most wins in a, in a season uh, or, or that particular season. And then, of course, the, the worst possible scenario of, of uh, you know, not winning that title. I think I know the answer to this question. I was going to ask you, have you gotten over it? But it doesn't sound like you have. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's something you think about because, you know, if you go back and think about the, the, the top, I make the top 75 greatest drivers. And instantly what comes back is, what if? What if? And you think about all those moments throughout your career. And and obviously the Cup Championship is the pinnacle, along with, let's say, Daytona 500, right? So those and, – and, it reminds you instantly of how uh, close you came to, you know, that uh, winning all three. Just curious, before we turn you loose, you've had some time, obviously, that you've, you've stepped away from the sport, but you still monitor what's going on inside it. How are things different in 2023 than where you were when you were a full-time driver? Well, it, it's, uh, you know, a lot has changed. And, and a lot has changed in just the last two years with this 
with this new car. Um, you know, the team's using spec parts and whatnot. Um, you know, we've, we've been through some challenges as a country, as, as, you know, with COVID and supply chain issues. And I see and hear and, and, and watch a lot of this uh, go on. So the sports changed quite a bit. And, uh, you know, I'm still, uh, as technology gets better and better and better, and we all experience that with our cell phones or social media or the internet, it doesn't matter. It, it, it gets, it feels like it gets further and further away from man and machine and crew chief and team and driver as we incorporate more and more technology. I, not from the, you know, not because I'm from the old days, but I think NASCAR historically is a sport that it's the crew chief and the driver and the team. And that communication, I think I need a little bit more right rear spring. Let's try a little bit more front sway bar. Not a team of 20 or 50 engineers sitting in a room crunching numbers and calculating what the next change is going to be on the race car during the race. It, 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 you know, I like the, you know, struggles. Jack Roush told me one thing, you know, in my career, and I remember it at six when he said, those fans that come in the grandstands and watch us every week pay to watch us struggle. And, and he's right. It's, it's the, it's the drama. It's the, you know, run out of gas, engine blows up, tire rolls across pit road, guy runs, you know, knocks a guy up into the fence. People come to see that. And, uh, you know, it seems like there's less of that with the technology that we have because there's less of an unknown. And the more of an unknown we have, it seems like it's a it's a, a more interesting uh you know, sport to me. So that's just my two cents. Obviously, it's fun to watch. I love to watch it and uh, I love to participate. Well, we appreciate you joining us. Before we turn you loose, what's going on these days? What do you, what is occupying your time? And do you have any plans to run any more one-off races coming up? Well, so do I have plans to run any one-off races? We, we had planned to run you know the daytona 500 this year and then potentially maybe vegas and then for sure we're running atlanta and then you know that didn't get it didn't come together and then maybe talladega and so we're sort of kicking the can down the road um and i think it's a matter of you know preparing the car and pulling a team together and and sponsorship and and like i said i i I only want to compete if if I'm in equipment I can win and and run competitively or if there's an opportunity I can use my 20 years of experience to help a team that's trying to get an opportunity in the sport. You know, so so I understand you know this team you know needs a little uh, help up and and I've been able to do that with you know running several races for them and not damaging their car you know they have one car and uh, we've been able to run fairly competitive at a few races and and uh and so you know if it comes together i i would probably be there for some races uh if it doesn't it you know it is what it is and 
I'm always busy doing a million things. So I'm off-road racing. I'm, you know, playing at my rock mine, and I'm having fun with my boats and not getting enough time to fish, but uh, working in the shop. So I'm doing all kinds of stuff. But, you know, I've got a three-year-old now that keeps me running on, you know, bicycles and looking at go-karts and all these other things. So he's, he's having a He's having a ball as well. Well, it sounds like you are uh, you're having a blast. Congratulations on the accolade of becoming NASCAR's one of NASCAR's seventy five greatest drivers. Appreciate the time catching up. Appreciate the memories you created over the years for us, and all the best to you, my friend. Well, I appreciate it, and hopefully, uh, we'll we'll be here for some more. That is Greg Biffle, one of NASCAR's seventy five greatest drivers, and a well deserved accolade. Spending decades in this sport. And still to this very day, making an impact in one way or another. So congratulations to Greg Biffle. Can't wait to see what other names are going to be on this list before we get to Darlington here in a couple of weeks. Well, it's all about Talladega, though, this weekend, the Geico 500 race weekend. And this is always an interesting exercise. When you go to make your fantasy teams or your race picks, who do you pick and why do you pick them? Well, let's get some insight from Las Vegas. We bring in producer Trey with the odds for the Geico 500 race weekend. Trey, I can't wait to hear what Las Vegas has to say about this. Well, Mike, the favorite this weekend is the driver who won at the last drafting track and a driver you will hear this Sunday on NASCAR Live Race Day. That is Joey Logano. Joey sits at 10 to 1 and he is the betting favorite to win this weekend at Talladega. Not really a surprise there. Right behind him, his teammate and another driver with a lot of super speedway success. Super speedways might be his best tracks, and that's Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney sits at 12 to 1, and then you've got a trifecta of drivers right behind them at 14 to 1. Chase Elliott, who won the last time we were at Talladega in the fall. Denny Hamlin and Brad Keselowski sit at 14 to 1. My pick for this weekend. I'm going Blaney. Blaney was close to passing Elliott through the trioval to win this race last fall. And, you know, Blaney needs a win. He needs to get off of that slide and start winning these points races once again. There's no better place for Ryan Blaney to do it than at Talladega. And I think he can get it done this weekend. But it's always fun to look at the long shots at Talladega because you don't have a better chance on the schedule of a long shot winning than when you go to Talladega. So Eric Jones, Eric Jones was in contention in both of the Talladega races last year. This season, the start of the season hasn't really gone as he had hoped. People thought that, you know, Legacy Motor Club might be making that track house racing-esque jump. It hasn't played out as of yet, but Jones could be a contender at Talladega. He sits at 28 to 1. And then the steep long shot I'm looking at this weekend sits at 50 to 1. And that's A.J. Allmendinger. Allmendinger is on record multiple times saying that he does not like super speedway racing. He's not a fan of it, but he always seems to find himself in the mix towards the end. Whether that was in the Xfinity series uh, with Colleg Racing or he was up there in the mix dueling it out possibly for the win in the, in the Daytona 500. I would not be shocked if A.J. Allmendinger wins this weekend and at 50-1, to 1, it's worth taking a flyer there. So Allmendinger 50-1, to 1, Jones 28-1, to 1, those are the long shots I like, but Blaney is ultimately who I'd put the most units on to win at 12-1. to 1. And it wouldn't surprise me that if any of those drivers aren't up front and in the mix of the Geico 500 at some point on Sunday. Trey, appreciate the odds, and we've got a busy broadcasting weekend coming your way. 
It will be capped off with the Geico 500, but coverage will actually begin Saturday. We've got triple header coverage scheduled for you. Got coverage of qualifying for the NASCAR Cup cars. That's at 1030 a.m. Eastern on Saturday. That'll be followed by our coverage of the Arkham Menard Series General Tire 200. Motor Racing Network on the air at 1230 p.m. Eastern. Followed by the NASCAR Xfinity Series Ag Pro 300. Our airtime Saturday afternoon, 3.30 p.m. Eastern. We are back live and on the air from Talladega on Sunday. NASCAR Live Race Day and our coverage of the GEICO 500 begins at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Hope to bump into a lot of you there. If not, you can rely on us to bring you all the coverage from Talladega. It's going to be fun. Always is when we go to the great state of Alabama. And we'll look forward to seeing who can walk away with some hardware, with some checkered flags and trophies and the like after a day of hard-earned racing and hard racing at Talladega. For producer Trey and the rest of the Amaran crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Can't wait to get to Talladega. We'll see how everything all unfolds. And, of course, we're back with you Tuesday night, 7 Eastern for NASCAR Live. One week from today here with another download of NASCAR Live wide open here on the Motor Racing Network. Until we speak again, my friends, take care and so long, everybody. NASCAR Live wide open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot Do you have an unused car, truck, motorcycle, boat, or RV taking up space? Put it to good use by donating it to the NASCAR Foundation. Proceeds help fund medical resources for children in our racing community. Your wheels can heal. Call 844-NASCAR-9 and we'll come tow away your vehicle for free. The process is quick and your gift is tax deductible. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to donate your vehicle to the NASCAR Foundation today. Your donation will help our children survive and thrive. 